Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. <laughs> Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor Podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie with my always awesome and amazing incredible co-host, the one and only Bud Vino. Rhiannon Nicole Zombie Barbie. Here we go again to prepare for his white snake Saturday. And it's a huge day, Rhiannon. It is Halloween. Uh, and we have two incredible guests with us. Rhiannon got to know him a little bit before the show. Excited to get to know him on the show. Rhiannon, take it away, my friend. All right. So our guest tonight, we have director Mitch Wilson and actor and editor Todd Jenkins from their movie, Knuckle Bones. Hey, guys. Hey, happy Halloween. Thanks for having us on. Hell yeah. That movie is, it was so good. I didn't know when Todd had sent it to me what exactly I was to expect, and holy shit, it was not what I was expecting. It was so <laughs> fucking good. But yeah, there's no foreplay in that movie. No. You guys get right into it. I watched a little bit this morning. I said, whoa, we are right into it. There's no messing around. You're in the action right away, guys. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this is the director's cut, so he wanted to get right into it. So it's even better than the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, the original was a little bit slower paced at the beginning. Oh, okay. Damn. So did you just like... We got lucky. Hell yeah. We did. We got the badass cut. <laughs> that was cool. Um, so when did it originally release and when did you do the director's cut of it? It uh, originally came out in uh, 2016 and it played the festival circuit and then uh, was released in October that year. And we just did the uh, director's cut, the unrated director's cut uh, over the summer. Todd was uh, the editor and we were COVID bros. Oh, yeah. and, uh, we worked really hard on it. So there were uh, some things I wanted to put back into the movie that had been taken out by the distributor. Uh, you know, wherever you go, they're going to censor you. Uh, it's someone's job to take out something. Yeah. So not only did we put all that back in, the festival features, uh, we found a lot of other stuff that wasn't in the original cut and put that in. And then we uh, changed the pacing and uh, added a few more story elements and did new credit sequences. It's a, it's a whole new movie, I think. Sure. And, uh, I like it a lot better. I think you made a lot of great choices, Mitch. Thank you. Yeah, I I fucking loved it, and like the special effects, I loved the special effects, especially just how gnarly and gruesome they were. Like that, am I allowed to say anything that happened in it? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, you can. It's all it's all good. Okay, so do you want me to give a little summary real quick? Yes. yes okay, dude. so so it's like uh, real quick. It's like Jumanji meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but <laughs> instead of a board game, it's a dice game, and the dice are made out of human knuckle bones. So a group of friends accidentally summon a demon with the bone dice, and his name is also Knucklebones. He's a skeletal demon, and uh, they have to try and find a way to get rid of him before he kills all of them, basically. Yes, the effects were done by Robert Short, who's like a legendary uh, special effects guy. He won the Academy Award for Beetlejuice, oh. which, was like the, which was like the last great practical effects studio feature before they started doing CGI everything. And uh, 
Bob's a friend. He's a haunter. You know, he does haunted house attractions every year, and I would help out. I was a screenwriter in L.A., and uh, Knucklebones was my uh, directing debut. But Bob came on board, and it was just a perfect fit because I wanted to do an 80s-style slasher, mm -hmm. and he's the king of practical effects. And, you know, they're just amazing the way they, I mean, I couldn't be happier with. And he also did the creature design. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So he did the he did he worked on Chopping Mall, and you know he worked you know these guys work on teams so I don't want to say like he did all this so I don't really know but he he did uh, the robots in Chopping Mall uh, he worked on the original Halloween like he was part of the group of guys that found the William Shatner mask oh wow. came the Halloween mask yeah his first movie was the original Planet of the Apes, which was special, you know, makeup effects were insane. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's worked on everything. He worked on Splash. Um, he designed the original Predator costume, the one they didn't use, the one that Van Damme used for a few days. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so yeah. And he's a great guy, and uh, we had a great time making the movie. Wow, that's fucking incredible. Because those bones snapping, I mean, there were so many cringy moments where like, oh shit and like the chainsaw and stuff it was like oh my gosh and like the guts and you know todd's poor face well, that's one of the things that got censored by the distribution company was some of the gruesome death scenes that we had in there and i, and I was lucky enough to get to film some of those i i even got to film my own death scene did you <laughs> no, i was a camera operator on just my death scene and like one other one oh. but both of those i think got censored didn't they mitch a few of them yeah. did Yes. I mean, they just the extreme parts were censored. Um, right. But I don't think your death, what your death was censored a little bit, because we had the juice coming out of your eye socket. The chainsaw, the chainsaw was definitely censored. And that was the, the chainsaw moment during the festival was when everyone kind of leaned up in their chair and they were like, oh, okay. So this is what we're doing. So I really missed having that in there. And then there's the homage to Friday the 13th split in half scene that got, yes. uh, it still had a lot in there, but uh, uh, the the uh, mangled penis was edited out. But, <laughs> as soon as I saw the <laughs> penis, I was like, oh, oh, Tom. It's always going to be the mangled penis, Rian. It's always. I watched Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder. And Felissa Rose, who is from Sleepaway Camp, is mm -hmm. the mangled dick expert. So I'd she love got this. Yeah, yes, yeah, she knows all about mangled dicks. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but hers never get edited out. <laughs> yeah, right. So well, it's Todd, just, and it's just certain movies they go after. Like you guys know, mine's one of them. So yeah, you know, yeah. There's some a movies they don't care. Like Midsummer, it's on Prime for free. The kids can watch it. Uh, I think there's a movie called Love on Netflix. It's like pretty much straight porn. <laughs> but right. you put it, you put it in the indie horror movie, and they're coming after you. Oh yeah, yeah. I think with the with the sleepaway camp penis, they got away with it. They said, "Hey, that's our whole hook. That's like our whole thing. You can't let us cut it out." And it's a woman wearing the penis, so it's not so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> well, it's actually a little. It's actually a a, a man in that final shot. With a right. rap on of her, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so it's yeah. a real dick. 
Uh, sure, that's it. That's a real dude, and they just put a Felissa Rose mask on. Yeah, that's why the mask. Is, that's why the face stays consistently freaky yeah. like that. That stream yeah. face because it's, it's, it's not that's really, yeah. like, that's the best shot in horror history. I love that. Scene. Oh, I did. Yeah, I, I, can, I agree with you. That's unbelievable. So traumatized by it. I know. Yeah. Well, I had seen that movie when I was younger, and I didn't remember it. And so I watched it a few years ago, and, I was, and when that part came on, I was like, I do not remember that part. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. <laughs> it's been referenced so much, too. If, it, when you, if you watch movie reviews, uh, Dr. Wolfula, uh, Cinema Snob, all those sort of guys will usually reference something or make some sort of a joke um, that puts that part of Sleepaway Camp in their in their review. It's usually awesome. Right. right. Well, in the eighties, you could get away with that stuff. You just can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nudity, there's really no reason for nudity because there's so much of it on the internet. But we put some in just tradition. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. funny thing is, is when I saw um, Aaron, was it Aaron Marie Garrett in there? Yeah. And I didn't yeah. quite know yet if it was her, because I'm actually going to be in a movie with her in December. And so I kind of saw her face. I'm like, I think that's her. And then as soon as she went, Whoop, I'm like, oh, that's her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's her She's great. You're like, I recognize her. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. Oh, that's totally her. <laughs> She's actually going to star in a anthology I'm shooting uh, in the spring, hopefully. So, yeah, I did part of an anthology uh, that just came out a few months ago called For We Are Many. And it was a bunch of directors that were in Fright Fest mm-hmm. uh, in the UK. It's a big film festival and all over the world. And uh, they're doing a sequel. The first one was 13 directors, 13 demons. And the next one is uh, Lovecraft. So Aaron is going to, I've already cast her in the lead for our short. So, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. She's a sweetie. She, she's we'll, have to, we'll have to make sure you, get, you can check that out as well. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. So when will it be? Todd shot that short. <laughs> I did. I was the DP and editor on that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Todd, I was telling I, Bud. Or, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know you're going to say exactly what I was going to say, Rhiannon. I see. We're always connected. Rhiannon raves about Cherokee Creek. Awesome. <laughs> um, Todd. So, yeah, um, is that? I think that's what you were going to reference, Rhiannon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> told me a lot about it. Um, and she's it. You haven't seen it, man. I haven't seen it, so you got. So that's another thing on, on my list. Watch it. <laughs> uh, she, again, definitely gotta check that out. We encourage everybody out there to check it out too. If you haven't seen it, again, I I usually will go with Rhiannon's opinion on things. She's usually pretty pretty credible, very credible. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see it. She was uh, definitely one of our early supporters when everybody was coming out to get his band. Yeah, <laughs> so it was, an it was a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Don't forget. We never forget the ones that help us out. No, especially when we really need it. So, yeah, awesome stuff. Great. Um, so the guy that played, I can't remember his name, but he was the one who kept saying, that's what she said. That's what she said. I was laughing <laughs> right, right. so fucking hard. <laughs> so, yeah, I spent like the first 40 minutes of the movie just setting up that one joke. <laughs> so, but, but it lands. I have people... Uh, email me and say that they rewound that joke like five times just to watch it over and over again. Yeah. So that's the dude I auditioned for, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I didn't because I wasn't that guy that he cast was perfect for the role. And I, and I kept telling uh, Justin Arnold, Russell bones guy that is played by Tom Zimbrod and Mitch. I kept saying, man, I got to get in this movie somehow. And then luckily, uh, Mitch wrote me in later. <laughs> <laughs> 
good. Yeah, so, so we shot the movie in Texas at the Cutting Edge Haunted House attraction. It's the largest haunted house. Oh. And we turned it into like a mini studio and dressed the rooms for the movie. And we had, you know, we had wardrobe and makeup. But we shot it in nine days. So we shot it really fast. And it, we didn't have, it wasn't long enough. We needed more scenes. So we shot additional scenes, and Todd wasn't cast in the original stuff, but I, I put a new scene in because we couldn't go back to the original location. There's a part of the movie where we're clearly just putting in people for chainsaw, uh, just fodder for the chainsaw, and it's called the meth heads. Yeah. And so Todd is the, the leader of the meth heads, and everybody loves it. Everyone knows that we just put it in there for the body count, but uh, it's pretty pretty great, the kills in there. So, yeah. yeah so. Those are cool. Yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah. Those So Clean Cut Todd auditioned for the previous role, and yeah. now, now, we've got, now we've got meth head Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that kid was a much better actor than the clean cut Todd. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you regret. Oh yeah, I, wasn't, I know I wasn't. This is the director's cut. I just got it yesterday. I just got it um, on the special features. I had the original audition for Tom Zimbrod as Knucklebones, which it has to be seen to believe. I mean, he just blew us away in the like. I literally cut him off. He was scaring us. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. Now that yeah, has two covers on it as well, right? Say again? You have two covers? Oh, yeah, we also have alternate artwork. We have a chainsaw face version. So cool. for people that don't like the big pentagram on the front. So in case we get into Walmart at some point. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So right now we're uh, just on the Blu-ray, and it's available on uh, knucklebones.org. Dot .org. I'm going to order that today, actually. Oh. That is Not knucklebones.com. That is a children's day camp. <laughs> you should send them the movie. Long side, guys. Uh, we talk all the time. They're very supportive of the movie. It's hilarious. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> They're like, no, you want, the, you want the slasher movie guy, not the day camp people. Oh, God, so. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. um... Todd, were you already the editor before you got the part to act in it, or did all this come later? Uh, the editing part came later. Okay. Actually, I, th I think, you know, the weird thing is I think I shot my death scene before I ever shot my scene for the movie. It's what we had done. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. I, was in, I was in California at the time doing a uh, post, and uh, back in Texas they shot a couple special effects, and then they came out to shoot their scenes afterwards, so we knew what we were, uh, how we were going to shoot it, and everything. So, oh, cool. Yeah, I didn't know he. Did, I didn't know I was going to be an editor on it until he decided he wanted to do the unrated director's cut, and he wanted to make uh, quite a few changes. Mm -hmm. So then that's why I came on as an editor. Well, we we had worked together on the anthology short, and he did such a great job. Mm -hmm. uh, and during COVID, with all this downtime, I'm like, now's the time to do the director's cut that I've been wanting to do. And I called him up, and he was nice enough to agree. And uh, yeah, we we spent the summer together. Oh, <laughs> brotherly love. I, I was definitely looking for some work as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad to get that call. I was like, "Please, somebody, I'm ready to work." Oh, well, yeah, it turned but, out beautiful. He did an amazing job. He didn't just—I mean, when you say edit, he he did the new 5.1 sound mix. I mean, he did so much. Yeah, it's 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 great. 
So we definitely had to learn a lot together to go back in there and, and mess with stuff that had already been cut together. Mm-hmm. Every time you go back and revisit stuff, you always find there's like a little something that's different than what you were expecting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. More challenges. Yeah, I must have been, yeah, you must have been psyched on cooped up a little bit of uh, cabin fever. Mitchell, oh, hey, you wanna, did you want to come over and edit? <laughs> Where are you? I'm at your front door. Come in. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, shit, that was fast. Well, well I, I, was, uh, I think I was shooting like stuff for CBS News and stuff like that. So as much as I liked that, it was a, uh, it was cool to go back and do some feature work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you did awesome. Like your camera work is, or your editing, well, camera work too, but your editing is always so crisp and beautiful. I, I love watching your work. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, of course. Yeah, it was pretty amazing even watching the, the first 15, 20 minutes of, of that movie. Just the cinematography, everything. Was, it was very good because it was some amazingly intense scenes like the gentleman getting his face ripped off, <laughs> which I thought was really well done. But then it goes very um, calming, off-puttingly calming, and then right back in. So it's, it leaves you on edge, which I think is what movies like this are supposed to do when they're done right. Um, and this one is definitely done right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I liked how Thank you. It's a joy so far, so we thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to own it for sure. So well, I'm ordering I it. mean, yeah, once Bones shows up, then it's a it's awesome oh, ride. Right? I, I didn't want to let it. I didn't want to let up once he shows up. So yeah, you can't get rid of him. No, <laughs> He's a demon. He's a demon slasher. So. I love Uncle Balls, man. I think you got a. I think you got a franchise there, and I, I'd love to see him in a, a sequel for sure. Oh hell yeah, that would be awesome. Do you have any plans yeah. for that? Yes, I'm. I'm pitching the sequel right now. My ex manager is uh, head of production of a new company, and I'm pitching the sequel. And also, there was another movie that came out at the same time called Bone Jangles. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. The fans want like a Knuckle Bones versus Bone Jangles film. So he, the director actually, Brett, reached out to me. We're we're just talk, we're just in the talking phases now. But I'd love to do a versus movie, two skeleton, uh, yeah, versus each other. Yeah, so. my twin brother comes back for revenge. Yeah, yeah. I want to put the kidnappers in it. <laughs> the kidnappers. I love the kidnappers from Cherokee Creek. They're amazing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he knows the kidnappers. He doesn't oh, yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm just rolling with that. I'm like, now I gotta go see it even more. I'm more curious. I wanted, I wanted them to shoot a kidnappers intro for my movie, just just because. <laughs> to say the least. And someone needs to pass out too on the toilet. <laughs> that was funny oh shit so um, with the locations you had touched on it before with it being the haunted house the whole time I was watching the movie I was like I wonder how they got a hospital to let them in there and then you know like with all the product and stuff and so I'm watching all the background I'm like I wonder where they got that warehouse but now now I know it was a uh, the hospital that's uh, our amazing line producer uh, Laura McQuay who actually uh, did all the graphic design for the Blu-ray. Um, they had an entire wing of the hospital that they just weren't using. So we just got to run wild, yeah. Oh, so shit. it was literally, yeah. Did they ever, like, start watching you guys on cameras and stuff and come down and go, hey, well, what, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> no, we put, them in the, we put them in the movie. We made them play the doctors and the orderlies and the nurse, yeah. So we just That's came awesome. apart, yeah. Yeah, because it was uh, a camera. Uh, we did. That's how you do it. 
Yeah, there's a steam room scene that we also shot there, like the Ode to Freddy scene, but it's kind of brightly lit. It's brightly lit because we had to be out of there by five because they were they were going home. They were not movie people. They were just like, "You gotta leave." Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we had daylight, but it still works. It came out great. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool that's a cool scene. I it was really it. good. Yeah. I was gonna ask if any if it was kind of a Freddy Krueger tribute you know and then also like even how knucklebone says those smart assy things it made me you know kind of think of freddy krueger a bit and i was like this is fucking awesome right right yeah right so yeah he, he talks like freddy he kills like jason and he enjoys warm summer nights like leatherface I was going to do this, you know, everyone does the silent killer, which is great, and it works, but I start off as a comedy writer, so I just wanted to put some one-liners. Plus, I love all the old 80s action movies yeah. that have the one-liners, so I just, so we tried to be sparse and just use really good ones, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, so yeah it was good. that was the idea. The original idea to do the demon slasher was, I was online and I saw... People were discussing Jason. It's like, what is he? Is he a ghost? Is he a zombie? Is he a demon? And it, it, I just fell down this rabbit hole of him being a demon. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why not just say our guy's a demon from the get-go? It's like, yeah. he's a demon. Now deal with it. Because mm -hmm. so, you never know how to kill Jason, and it's always very vague. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, ours, it's, uh, I won't spoil it, but yeah. yeah that's <laughs> so, good. The um, ending scene too with the uh, the girl on the couch. I don't want to give away. Oh, all of the girls. Like, yeah. oh shit! <laughs> like that fucking thank sucks. You, thank <laughs> that was thank you, thank you. That she was pretty it. awesome. Hell yeah. yeah, she deserved it though. I was like, yeah, bitch. That's what happens. She definitely <laughs> deserved it. Yeah, you're a bad friend. <laughs> yeah, we shot that in Highland Park in Dallas. Okay. Okay, so was everything? Shot, yeah, yeah. Was everything shot in Texas? Because I noticed the Texas license plates and stuff. Was everything there? Well, we shot the pickups with Todd uh, in his death in L.A. Um, Van Nuys, I think. But uh, most of it was shot in most of it was shot in the Cutting Edge in Fort Worth. Yeah, Fort Worth. Okay, and then there's like a little Easter egg. Did you watch past the credits? No. There's a little oh, people Easter egg. Oh. Very in. Damn it. All right. Well, I'm going to rewatch it. <laughs> Shit. I, I shot that with Mitch as well. The whole Easter egg stuff. I shot yeah. it. Cool. All so, right. yeah, it's, it's chock full of new stuff on the director's cut. So, right. so watch past the credits, everybody. There's some cool stuff after the credits. Okay. Yeah. And I usually do. Yeah, so I got through, th uh, you know, like halfway through or well probably, i don't even know if it was halfway but i you know read like four or five names and i was like okay and then i turned off and went to bed did you see the end credits the when the when the actors come up the pictures of the actors yeah did you see that they were all in the scenes where they got murdered yes yes i noticed that i was like yeah. have you ever seen i've never seen that before and i've always wanted to do that with the credit sequence so yeah. the guy with his head completely gone uh, Todd was excited to put his main face in there again. <laughs> that was so awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you were going to say something earlier, but I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, yeah. No, okay, I was going to ask Mitch, where did you conceptualize this whole thing? Like, what, what exactly? I mean, it's a pretty... This character isn't one-dimensional, and it's not... You know, it, it, what exactly brought you here? 
Well, uh, I'm a gamer, and I've always liked Jumanji type movies, and I always thought Jumanji wasn't didn't have enough chainsaws in it. <laughs> so, um, and I'm a fan of slashers, but uh, I uh, I start off writing comedy, and then I sold a horror script to Eli Roth, oh. and that kind of yeah. So that was like my doorway into horror, and so I got to hang out with a lot of those guys. And um, originally, it was going to be a bunch of different genres, like One's a creature feature slasher, one's a zombie, and it was going to be like four different movies. But then I wrote the part with Knucklebones, and my producer said, just focus on that guy. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. And like I said, uh, reading up about Jason being a demon and all that kind of put it in my head to, to do a, de- a demonic slasher. So, mm-hmm. plus, I mean, I came up with the title, and it just kind of flowed from there that it would be the, the human Knucklebones. And that it would be a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Bob originally designed it to be more uh, like a tradi- traditional demon, but I was like, no, it's like he's got to be—he's a demon, but he's a skeleton. Mm-hmm. And I think he looks a little mummified. He's like, I know just what you want. So, and he did. Like the next thing he gave me was perfect, exactly what I wanted. And he storyboarded all the kills. He even wrote some of the dialogue. He really got into it and did just an amazing job. So, yeah. And the shoot was so easy because when you have an Academy Award winner on the set, everyone just steps up their game. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, so, yeah. Yeah, it was damn good. You did a good job. Even the casting was really great. You know, everybody. So, Julian Jean is the lead. She's been in a lot of slasher movies. She was in the uh, Boggy Creek remake and, uh, uh, spirit Camp. She's a Texas screen queen. And then Tom Zimbrod, who plays Knucklebones, who's amazing, even though he's a guy in a suit. But all the reviews say even his acting comes through, even in all that. He, and he's wearing prosthetics and a mask in different scenes, but uh, he did an amazing job too. So, yeah. Yeah, they're all good. Um, what uh, made, so like the beginning part with Hitler? That was super awesome. Was that real footage? Yes, that's actual footage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's that was his "Make Germany Great Again" speech. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna put that in the subtitles, but Todd's like, "That's too political." <laughs> <laughs> anymore, yeah. It's like, geez. <laughs> We never know what's going to get you busted, so I was like, we might better be careful with this. Right. All I remember, I just tried to like send it to myself through YouTube, the movie, so we could check okay. it on something, and it was like it banned me because it had Hitler in it. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, dude, I can't be, I, I can't send this to YouTube to you, man. They'll ban me. He got auto flagged. He got flagged. Oh, yeah, I was getting flagged for anything I was doing. I was like, dude, I'm getting in trouble. I'm not touching this. They were watching you. No. They're always watching They're me. Watching him oh, yeah, Creek. Anything I post about Cherokee Creek or any of the movies I'm on, and a lot of the music videos I've directed, they all were getting flagged back in the day. They would take them down. Oh, my gosh. They have your name on watch, most likely. <laughs> yeah. I have to get fact check for my movie, Cherokee Creek, now, so they're trying to take everything down, saying that I'm promoting false stuff that there's no Bigfoot or something. I'm like, dude, it's a movie. Oh my That's God. ridiculous, Todd, because we all know there's a Bigfoot, and I'm sorry that people minimize your view of, on that, because we all know he's running around. Exactly. Yeah. He's ripping penises off everywhere. I'm a, exactly. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And anyone that would try to stifle that uh, known fact uh, <laughs> is an evil person themselves. 
You'll, you'll understand when you see the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Well, it's exciting. Yeah, so I've learned to just shoot it really graphic because mm -hmm. they're going to take something out anyway. Yeah. So just go for it. Yeah. That, seems like, that seems like the smartest thing to do, I would think. Like, go over the top because then, like, the stuff that you don't care if they cut out, do real extreme stuff, and then the stuff you want, it'll seem tame. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I thought, you know, I thought I would just, I'll just put a couple in and I'll get away with it. But no, they'll always, it's some person's job to take out something. And it's always your best stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I was itching. It's all back in there. We didn't pull any punches. All the doors yeah. in there and it's glorious. I found some more stuff to put in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. Um, as far as the music. Yeah, it, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Raymond. No, no, no. Go ahead, um, as far as the music, how did you find the music? Because I liked the music that you put in there. Oh, yeah. that's where I was going, Raymond. Really? So. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, we got so lucky. Uh, that guy is Todd Andrew, and he's L.A.-based. And uh, he actually had a, a bunch of songs in the Deadpool movies, in both of them. Oh but he normally works uh, commercial, but he loves horror movies, so he was just excited to work on it and his score is amazing mm -hmm. and the song at the end is uh she was on american idol so that song i mean they i mean i was i could i i had tears when i first heard that song i mean it, i love it, that song man yeah. the song for the end credits is amazing it's perfect yeah so, yeah. Perfect, perfect. so we got really lucky with that and our sound design was amazing mm -hmm. uh we just, uh, we lost our main sound guy like a month before we released because he got a much higher paying gig. You can't blame him. Yeah. So uh, we had some guy come in and there were a few little glitches that uh, we were able to fix this time around. So cool. Todd was. Todd was. Todd is amazing. I'd say Todd and then I'd leave. Todd, would my best. Stay up all night fixing it. That's awesome. <laughs> Several nights. Several nights. Several nights. <laughs> um, so from... When you got the idea and wrote it and then filmed it, how long was the process? Like, did you get it, you know, written and filmed within like a couple months or did it take you a few years? Like how? I wrote it in a month. Wow. Because uh, I had it all. Uh, I don't use index cards as a writer. I just kind of put it all in my head and then I, I go for the vomit draft just to get it on the page. Mm -hmm. And then I, the writing is rewriting. But it took about two years to raise the funding. So, oh, yeah. yeah, and it was, uh, it was from, uh, friends mostly. I had a buddy chip in the first part and then, uh, I went to go play poker with a bunch of guys and I got down to one chip and one of the guys said, if you come back and win, I'll put in on your movie. And I did, I came oh. back from one chip. So that's how I got my second investor. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then, uh, after the movie was shot, we needed more money for post. And one of the actors who plays Choctaw Bill uh, he's a good friend, Jason. He's in Cherokee Creek. Uh, he came in uh, for some of the funding, too. So Cool. Mitch, you just got to set up a poker game. You can play that every time. Play it like you're getting played out. And then you can and then you can take everybody to the cleaners in the end. That's how you can fund every movie. Set right. up a play. Everyone will go, oh, shit, when Mitch sets up a poker game. Because they'll know what's coming. Right. Uh, we're going to get oh, I did not know that story. That's a cool story. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Damn. That's awesome. I suck at poker. A chip in the chair. <laughs> that's all you need. Chip in the chair. Oh, damn. That's cool. So how long did it take you, Todd, to do the director's cut? Has it been this entire pandemic, or did it take you pretty you know, quickly? 
Uh, I was working on other stuff at the same time. I did get a few other gigs in there, so we were probably only able to get together maybe once or twice a week there for a little while. Yeah. So we started, uh, I guess, a total four or five months. Twelve days or something like that. Yeah. We it out. Working on and off, yeah. That's not so. bad at all. So, no. yeah. The hardest part is always finalizing everything at the end, because yeah. if, if you make one small little error, like if the audio moves like a frame or any little thing comes out wrong or like a misspell in the credits, you know, that whole process starts over again and you got to go back through it. It takes several, several hours to get it back to where you can watch it and render everything out with all the effects and the music. And I told him, I was like, once we get a version that works, we're not going to touch it anymore. <laughs> He's like, are you sure you're done? And I'm like, well, maybe this. He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, okay, but this is the last thing. So yeah, for a while, and the whole time I'm going through old footage, just finding a nugget here, you know, five seconds here of a little more graphic scene there, and uh, to put in, and then we put in uh, some deleted scenes. We incorporated them into the movie that I wanted to put in uh, as a, one of them as a flashback later in. But the beginning of the movie is much faster paced. I find that a lot of people that watch it that uh, didn't like it stopped watching it because it was slow at the beginning. So people that stuck around for knuckle bones, then we get the so we then we got the five star rating. So I wanted to get to him faster. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I really love the uh, the opening credits that we do now with all the hospital stuff when she's getting pushed through all the hallway stuff. Yes, that's one of my favorite parts that we added. Yeah, in there, you know, all this footage of that stuff, and we we're like, man, and the, and the music was so good to cut it to. I was like, we got to cut this sequence and. Put yeah. that in there. It looks so good, I think. That was like the scene yeah. Jacob Grant homage where he's getting wheeled into the crazy hospital. So. so you guys dig the opening with the hospital stuff then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, matter of fact, you mentioned the music. I agree because that's one thing, uh, Todd, that stuck out to me too is the music was so perfect yeah. and intense at the right times. And it was just really a part of the movie as opposed to being you know, in the movie. It was really it seemed like it was part of it all. Very cool. But when I we told me people were going to dig that opening, and I, I was hoping that they would. So, mm -hmm. Todd was very good about making me like, even as the names come up, that they hit on the certain beats and the cuts match. Because the he loves the music too, so he wanted to match everything, and you know, so he did a great job. We used every bit of that footage that we could find <laughs> to put that. <laughs> It was good. It was it was one of those things too. Rihanna will usually send me movies, and if we're having guests on that have done different movies, she'll send me some. And this one, though, I knew I would only have a certain amount of time before we had you guys on, and I was right into it. I was excited about the interview. I'm like, man, now I wish I had the extra hour to finish this. But after the interview, I definitely will because it definitely it, it was one of those things where, especially the cut you sent us, I was you're right into it right away. Awesome. So it was like really intrigued, intriguing instantly. So it's uh. I'm definitely excited to finish the rest. And it's perfect day for it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it when he pitched it to me how we were going to take some scenes out and, and add some scenes and move some stuff around, I was like, man, it's going to make this movie even better. Mm -hmm. And I think the horror community is really going to embrace this movie. And you got to oh, get out there. Yeah, with, and you're without question, Don. So. Yeah, and Rhiannon said it well earlier, too. It's very crisp, the, the cinematography, the colors, especially... Uh, from what I've seen in the beginning, it's it's all it's really well done, very professionally uh, done, and you can tell that you guys put a lot of effort and care into it. Uh, you definitely yeah. didn't walk through it. You definitely put a lot. The DP was Philip Roy 
from uh, he's Austin based. We shot it on the red one, and I told him I wanted it because my favorite movie is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I and I'm a big fan of the remake. I thought the remake, the yeah. the even you know, it was Michael Bay, but I thought he did an amazing job. Mm -hmm. And I said I wanted to look like the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the same colors and everything, and he nailed it. I mean, it looks. Yeah. It really good. Everyone says it looks like a big fucking awesome. movie. Yeah. Oh, it does. Oh, without question. Oh, without question. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. That was, it's just so good. I love it. You guys did great. Thank you, Thank um, you very much. Thanks so much. So, and I don't, I think you mentioned it before, but as far as all of the death scenes, did you, did you think of them and then tell the special effects artist or did he think of every single one? Uh, they they were in the script for the most part, okay. but then he storyboarded them and said this might work better if we did it from this, mm -hmm. and and so we worked together, and um, a lot some uh, sometimes the actors came up with something good and we would we would try that so we you know uh, my producer said uh, I said what's a good kill he's like well just put a chainsaw on someone's butt yeah. I'm like hey, what are you going to. He was being sarcastic, but I go, I'm going to. And then a movie, a Deathgasm actually did it after we did it. But, uh, yeah, so. And, and that was a one-take wonder, man. And it, it, it came out so well when we shot that effect. <laughs> <laughs> we jammed it in there and we pulled it out. All this weird stuff came yes. out of the, the thing that Tom and them had nice. put together. And I'm yeah. like, man, I think we got it on that first take. <laughs> yeah, that, don't think twice before he's sarcastic with you again, right? Right. That's that scene. Like I said, we pre we premiered at Fright Fest in the UK, which was an amazing festival, and they're very kind to us. And then uh, as soon as that chain chainsaw scene came up, then the audience was like, because we had a few walkouts early, like I said, because it was slow. And that happens at a festival. It's yeah. it's just they've got ten movies they can be watching. Sometimes they walk out, but as soon as that chainsaw came up, everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're, now we're talking. I know, and I was rooting for that guy too. I was hoping he would get out, but he didn't. And I was like, "Damn!" Oh, you were? Oh yeah. <laughs> Even though he was annoying, he was funny. You know, so like, his, right. he, he was just funny to me. And so I was like, you know, hopefully he. I think my it. favorite line from him is when he goes, "What the fuck?" Yes, yes, I was laughing I just, so fucking hard. Yeah, Justin, great. I have, I have hours of him uh, improvising. <laughs> that was improvised. Yeah, well, I mean, he just, yeah, he did all, I mean, or just, he was ad-libbing. He was adding to, he was saying what I had and then adding to, because there was a lot of walk and talk going into the into the factory. Yeah. So, and he would try out different lines, and no, he was really, he was really good. And when we first got the, the first edit, we were just like, man, this guy's talking the entire time. <laughs> but we were able to pick out the gems you know, it was so much to work with. It was great. So it's like, I learned, I learned to trust the actors when they start, you know, improvising like that. So yeah, the what the fuck was hilarious. I started yeah. laughing so fucking hard. If you notice in his death scene, that that every single time it cracks me up. <laughs> what the Which fuck? Part? He runs. Where he goes, what the fuck? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. That's great delivery. Before he does that. Yeah. It really was. I was like, oh man, and the the uh, Nazi suit. I I mean, I know not you know being a Nazi is bad, but it was a nice looking suit. Like when they pull it out of the uh, box, <laughs> right? 
Nazis are bad. They are bad, but it was a really cool looking suit. I was like, that looks really nice. I wonder if that's real. <laughs> well, it's really bad and evil, but I want that. I want that. <laughs> we, actually, we actually talk about that. We have a Making the Effects featurette with Bob where he talks about a lot of the Nazi stuff. Interview with Bob and the producer, uh, Dirk Hagen. And uh, basically, Tom Zimbrod, who plays Knucklebones, whenever we needed a prop, he had it. Damn. It's like, it's like we need a shotgun. I've got a prop shotgun and a real one to match it. It's like we need a, a German uh, submachine gun. Got one of those. Uh, uh, but he didn't have Nazi uniforms. So <laughs> the, the people that worked at the cutting edge actually stayed up overnight to make those uniforms for us for that scene. They did those uniforms in one night. Wow. They made them from hand, yeah. Where the hell did you shoot that opening? I mean, that is so awesome with all that Nazi stuff. Yeah. Oh, it, it was just a set from the cutting edge that we redressed. Oh, really? You know? Yeah, it was just a sci-fi set that we, and like the cages and all that were already there. So, yeah, most of those rooms were already there. We just had to, you know. That was super amazing when the movie starts off like that. I was like, wow, this, yeah. this, this, this is going to be awesome. Well, yeah, it's probably good he didn't have any of those outfits on hand either. Right. A, little, a little off putting yeah. he did. Oh, they go, I need a couple of human arms. Yo, I've got those in my freezer. Whoa. <laughs> well, he did He did provide the severed penis. No way. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah, well, that, we, you all, you all, everyone usually carries a severed penis around. Right. So that I would expect, but Tons that's good that he had an extra. He, he flew it out to L.A. He brought it, <laughs> he brought it to me. That's priceless. And no one else would touch it. You I, know, the funny thing about that is I've done, I've done quite a few movies with Tom Zimbrod, and it seems like a penis works its way into every one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wonder if it's the same penis now. I'm going to have to ask him and go, is that the same one you just try to work it in every movie you work on? That penis, is a, it gets passed around to everybody. It was disgusting. <laughs> no one would touch it. So I couldn't even see the monitor for the shot. Like it, we had, I had to trust everyone that it worked because uh, they were all hiding away from the penis. <laughs> I would love it if he just traveled with the penis, like like they do with the Stanley Cup in hockey or something. Like it's just the penis. He goes like just that. We we're playing because we didn't want to lose the penis. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the actors, it's okay because you can replace, but you can't lose that schlong, man. You'd be in, you'd be in serious trouble. Yeah, Todd has his stolen. Offset. Yeah, there was that stone on our set. I, I bought a few of them and they kept getting stolen. <laughs> and then and then our effects team had to make one that looked looked like it again, and then he would go drop off props at somebody else's place and someone would steal it as their prop. They're like, Oh, you've got a penis, I'm gonna go ahead and take this and use it in my movie. Or whatever yeah. the hell they were using it for. I don't know what they were doing, <laughs> but they know. kept getting stolen. You've got way more penis than I do, though. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, it, it's something you don't think that would be a common problem. Penis is getting stolen all over the place. I'm glad we know that. <laughs> Rand, if we ever do something together, we need a penis. Make sure we have somebody guarding the penis at all times. Yeah. Well, we got a penis to guard, Mitch. You had, you had a fake one, but I, I put the real one in mine for a while. You did? <laughs> right. Right. And I saw the three-hour cut. <laughs> Just a penis. Like an hour of Todd's penis. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I get asked about that a lot. Hey, I'm sorry, are you going to do it again? I'm like, I don't know if my wife will let me do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Holy shit, that's awesome. 
Um, and the funny thing about that is, is I have to go to career day and talk to all the elementary school kids about being an actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that must be a little tricky. Yeah. yeah. The censored version. Yeah. You know, they're like, don't ever bring up Cherokee Creek, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I make movies, that's it. Any questions? <laughs> you can't, they're like, can we see any clips? You're like, no. Nope. No. <laughs> what movies are you in? Nope. What's your name? Nope. Not till you're 21 to <laughs> see any clips of me. <laughs> oh, shit. Now you're in You just got your face torn off with a blowtorch. Yeah. Well, another funny thing about that is, is I work with a lot of kid actors on auditions, and their parents will show them my movies. And I'm like, don't show them these movies. And they do it anyway. Oh, man. So it's always interesting when they come in and go, yeah, I showed the kids Cherry McCree. And I'm like, you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very awkward yeah. relationship now with these kids. Right. <laughs> oh, you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good idea. Oh, man. They didn't listen, though. I mean, they, no matter how much I tell them not to do it, they still bring their 14 and 15 year old daughters to watch that movie. And they're all, oh, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they show up and go, uh, that, was, uh, that was interesting, Todd. I was like, well, told you not to watch it. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> It's your fault. I warned you. Yeah. I told you not to do it. Yeah. But you still did. Well, that's what happens. You tell people not to do things, and they do it just because you told them not to. So. Right. They understand real quick, though, after they watch it, why well, I said not to watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's already too late. Too late. Yeah. You've been scarred for life. <laughs> oh, Don't blame me. I warned you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, the guy that actually got his dick cut off and his screaming when guys scream it makes me laugh so fucking hard because he, he was did, so it's really hard to get a guy an actor that can scream and he did a great job <laughs> he's he's actually a huge youtuber now so oh, really? <laughs> yeah I think, I think he's kind of into the political stuff right oh he's yeah he's huge he's got like a million followers yeah he's, Holy yeah shit. Does he, does he know that there's an unrated version out that just came out? Well, I just uh, <laughs> I uh, I just sent his significant other other a copy, but I don't tag him on the stuff because I don't want to salt his game. So uh, you know, it's like I don't know. Oh come on, you gotta ask him. Say, hey man, I really need you to post about this. Hey, if he <laughs> does, that, if he does, that would be great. But I'll, I want it's his really first. Yeah, it's really good to know the penis guy is now huge. Yeah. 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 Of all oh, my actors, yeah. got super famous. Oh, yeah, his Mitch is such a nice guy. I'd be tagging that dude on every post. in a movie. gets his penis cut <laughs> Tag, 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 tag. Yeah. Every platform. Yeah. How many people can say that? It's great. Yeah. <laughs> million followers he's making money now holy shit no kidding that's, that's no. rough i mean that's hard to do no so good for him well, he's great yeah yeah he's a great guy he's a great guy good. and uh his girlfriend uh is in the movie too she's the one that uh finds the beer and drinks it and gets the pipe through the neck oh the yeah. other meth head yeah, yeah. That was that was pissing on the floor <laughs> <laughs> that was a difficult scene because uh I think Mitch was like, hey, uh, whenever I say action, just go for it. I was like, I'll go for it, man. 
Oh, you talking about the snorting scene? Yeah, man, my nose was jacked up for like two weeks. Oh man, what? Because I, I think I went far too much. It was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really did. He really did go for it. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it's that long in the movie, but man, that that really jacked up That's my great. nose for a long time. <laughs> right. Damn. What was it? It was baking soda, right? Yeah, don't ever sniff baking soda. It's not a good oh, idea. Apparently, that's bad. We, yeah, don't ever, ever sniff baking soda. <laughs> none of us were meth heads. I'm like, I don't have one meth head on the crew that can tell us what meth looks like. <laughs> I think you're supposed to do milk powder or something, milk powder or something like that. But I don't did, know. did you express your disappointment, Mitch? Yes. Yes. There's not one method on the set. I find this hard to effing believe. Can we please get a method here? I mean, I got actors from Texas and I got LA locals. None of you guys do meth. <laughs> this is bullshit. This, I don't believe the news anymore. They said this was a way bigger problem than it appears to be. I thought I'd just be able to out of 10 people, I'd get someone who's addicted. Right. They probably were. They just weren't telling you. They're like, oh, right. I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah. So, he, he got a face full of baking soda. Oh, God. Can't but it looks great. Yeah, it looks really good. That's awesome. commitment. Yeah. Todd, Todd's an amazing actor, and he went for it in every scene. And, uh, yeah, it really worked out great. It looks great on camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looked really good. And I liked whenever you're all, yeah, and I'm the one with the crowbar. Or what did you, <laughs> you say? I'm the motherfucker. We actually put, we actually put in uh, another scene of his that with the whole group of methods. It was left out, yeah. So, got an additional, one of our additional scenes that we put in the movie. Cool. I was happy to edit that part. <laughs> yeah, <you are. laughs> He's like, we, we should have him put him in the end credit. Like, of course we should. You're like, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. we should. He suddenly got very involved during that scene and spent a lot of time reworking. And I'm like, oh, he's in this scene. That was the thing he used to get me to help with the director's cut. He's like, hey, I was thinking about putting you in the movie a little bit more. I was like, oh, yeah, I can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> Mint is a smart man. <laughs> and then when I did the end credits and I put his death scene in there, he's like, oh, I, I'm in the end credits now? I go, yeah, man. He's like, it's, your, it's what's left of your dummy face that's been burned. But he was so excited. face melt was so cool. It yeah. was. That would be a terrible death. My original editor cut that way down. I'm like, no, I want to see the juice come out of the eyeball. Oh, yeah, it's bubbling <laughs> yeah, yeah. and... Uh, and chainsaw scene. I'm like, play all that out. Let's see it all. And then uh, Justin, who got the chainsaw, uh, his freeze frame, you can see drool coming down. This <laughs> 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 is perfect. So, Speaking yeah. of drool... I wonder what Justin's going to think when he gets to see the uncut version of that. Right. He's like, my ass is falling out. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it literally does his ass does fall out yeah it was like all kinds of stuff and I was like oh god that's like everything poor guy <laughs> yeah when they jammed that chainsaw in that thing all kinds of stuff was coming out I was like wow okay I think we got it <laughs> yeah yeah um, speaking of drool when Knucklebones was talking and there was all that thick spit coming out what that wasn't real was it or was that like stuff you put in his mouth yeah that, that's an homage to can you guess what movie uh, that was my Alien Three homage. Oh, okay. With, cool. with the, yeah, so I wanted to have that dripping like the alien creature from his mouth when he was talking. Yeah, it was definitely so. dripping. He's got a press against, yeah. <laughs> no, 
But but the spittle that comes out, that was just a happy accident. The way when he talks, it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> notice, yeah, it comes out a lot. Yeah. We had a, we had a couple of those. Like when Knuckle Bones comes out in the rain, holding the machete, that's real rain. And it just kicked in right when we were shooting that shot. It wasn't supposed to be in the rain. But uh, we shot that in Highland Park in Dallas. And we had the whole neighborhood out in the street watching us shoot this one scene because it was outdoors. Uh -huh. And it started raining, and we got a few seconds of that. And it was, uh, it was great. It looks great. That's an awesome shot. Yeah. yeah. It's on the Blu-ray as the role when you put the, put the Blu-ray in. You see that scene pop up. So. Cool. That's so exciting awesome. that you're re-releasing it and you did all of this because it was so good. So everybody needs to watch it because it, so it was badass. Yeah, I agree. You guys are awesome. This has been a ton of fun uh, getting to know you guys a little bit. It's been an awesome pleasure. I didn't know either one of you beforehand, and I'm glad that I do now. You guys are really awesome. Everybody go out there and Thanks check this out. Knuckle bones. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you for having us. I love your show. Uh, first yeah. of Todd was on, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah, Todd has been on the show before, so I'm lucky I get an interview on this. And I'll be back again. Hell yeah, you will. I hope. Oh, fuck oh definitely. Definitely. You guys will definitely be back, both of you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Everybody go check it out. Knuckle Bones. Todd That's Jenkins. Cool. Where well, they can find it, man. Is there, you, got, you got Instagram. You got Facebook. You got some other places they can find some stuff about the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We're gonna give you, why don't you guys go ahead and give some shout-outs. I'll let... You guys go ahead and plug whatever you want to plug. Okay. And give some shout-outs, and we'll go from there. Uh -huh. Okay, so, yeah, so you can get the Blu-ray right now uh, on Shopify, like it says on Todd's screen. Thank you, Todd. Knucklebones.org, not .com. That is a, a children's day camp. Uh, and uh, on Twitter, it's at Knucklebones with a Z. I couldn't get the S because that is a children's day camp. Um <laughs> And yeah, so from there, there's all the links. So uh, Facebook, Instagram, Knucklebones Movie on Instagram, and uh, I stream on Twitch sometimes. So stop by and say hello. Awesome. And Todd, before we let you do your exit, um, we're going to put up on Sinister Parlor Podcast, we're going to put all the links. Okay. Um, but Knucklebones will put every link that, in reference to the movie, everything we can. Uh, Cherokee Creek as well, we'll put some links. Awesome. Uh, Guys there. So, Todd, take it away. Uh, I also did the movie uh, Cherokee Creek, and you can find it on Facebook and Instagram under Cherokee Creek Movie, and Screen Team Releasing carries the Blu-ray, the one and only Blu-ray you can find on Screen Team Releasing, and it's unrated with all its gloriousness. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> and I just directed uh, two music videos that went live this last week, and you can find those on my page. Uh, that was They're both amazing. Yes, I highly yes. recommend finding them, watching them. And the other one is Ghoul Town. So check those out. Those are really cool music videos I got to direct in the last month. So those turned out really, really cool. Yeah, they look great. They're great. And awesome. hopefully some more movies coming out in the future. But I can't talk about any of them because they won't let me. So. What about Infamous? Tell them about Infamous. <laughs> oh, Infamous! Yes, Infamous is now out on Hulu. You can watch it for free on Hulu. And that stars Bella Thorne. That was a lot of fun to make with her. Mm -hmm. You were great. He's a great Thank actor. You. Great actor. He was great. He had a big part in it, too. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. You make my head blow up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So, so, yeah, Rihanna, before we get rolling, I'll give my shot. Do it. 
Yeah, first of all, shout out to the one, the only, Rian Nicole Zombie Barbie. Thank you so much. As always, my friend, I love you. Getting better and better and better and better, like a fine wine. Thank you to Mitch Wilson and Todd Jenkins, directors, actors, editors, extraordinaire. We're looking forward to seeing much more from you gentlemen in the future. Thank you so much again for taking the time. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And we will have you on again. Thank you so much, guys. To everybody out there, my wife, I love you, baby, my two boys. Thank you guys for being born. Everybody out there, chins up. It ain't over till you say it's over. We're just getting warmed up just like these two dudes right here. Thanks, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy All right. So I want to thank you, bud, as always, for being my awesome, amazing co-host. I love you to death. I love your family. Thank you, Mitch and Todd, for coming on. This has been so much fun and so, so much energy. So it's amazing. And you brought your kitty on. Yes, from Jasper. heard Mitch. He wanted to get on the show. <laughs> Every time everybody, Jasper would just plant himself right in Mitch's lap. <laughs> How cute. But yeah, so thank you guys so much. I can't wait to do it again. You guys are incredible as always. Um, Todd, thank you. I always love having you on. You're, you're so much fun. Um, Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. I want to thank My Indie Productions for always supporting the indie community and artists. Um, check them out, uh, website, all their social media. Atai Guberman is absolutely incredible, totally supports the indie community. So check them out, give them support and love. Um, Johnny Ellenberger for doing our intro and our logo. Chris Atella for doing our outro music and our intro and outro for iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, and Crazy Ink Publishing, I'm an... I almost said artist, but I'm an author with them. So check out Broken Halo and Broken Halo Blood Curse, available on Amazon and all book platforms. Uh, Broken Halo Witches Game is now available in um, paperback, and the digital copy will be January. And check out possessedbypassion.com. We have a box set with 21 books, 21 different authors. It's paranormal, dark romance. Um, so that is now available for pre-order, 99 cents, 21 books. So check it out, and then tomorrow we're going to be going to the graveyard, and we're going to be doing it live, so it's kind of a promotional thing for our uh, Possessed by Passion group. So check it out. We're probably going to be fucked because we're in a graveyard. So <laughs> with that, I am done. Rihanna's nervous, but she's hiding it well. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucking nervous, but... <laughs> but awesome. So thank you guys so much, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the episode. Definitely. Yeah. So Thank, Thank you. All right. Thank, bye you guys. Guys. Thank you so much. See bye. you guys later.